0: Being barefoot on the ground can just immerse so much energy back into their bodies and help with that healing, whether it's mind or physical body.
1: Ah. Hello again, friends. Thank you so much for joining me here. It is Craig with the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. Thank you for being here and spending a little bit of your day learning something new. We are here to share wisdom gained from time spent in nature with a dose of inspirational and empowering stories of everyday people that move through uncharted territory, both literal and figurative. I hope you are as excited as I am to get to this week's episode. Here we go. Hello again, friends. We are here on another episode of the Wisdom of the Wilderness. It is minus a thousand in the mountains out here. Uh, It has been sideways snowing for a few days, and uh, my eyelashes froze to my eyeballs on my run this morning, which was interesting, but that's okay. Today we have a really special guest, a friend of mine, and a person who has been through a lot of different things in her life, and uh, I'm just going to let you give an intro, and uh, (laughs) we'll go from there.
0: Great. Well, thank you for having me on. Um, like I said, this is my first podcast, so it's all new. I don't have any notes. I'm doing this off the top of my head, so that's the best kind of things, I think. Um, I my name. Would agree. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Let's start with who I am. I'm Rebecca, <laughs> um, and I guess we've we just met sort of super holistically online, like through mutual connections in a few different ways, which is really cool. Um, which seems to be happening in my life lately. Mm-hmm. I've talked about that a couple times just because it's so different than the norm for me, I guess. Um in that everything is just coming together perfect. Like I couldn't have planned it better than you know how it's happening. So I guess maybe we can we can talk a little bit about that
1: <laughs> yeah about, okay yeah, yeah yeah and yes Wh- <laughs> whatever way you'd like to take it uh it is the wisdom of the wilderness so uh the wisdom of the
0: wilderness yeah.
1: uncharted territory for everybody as it were
0: mm-hmm. yeah for sure it can mean anything right when you're in the wilderness um it's one of my favorite places to be and was a big catalyst for me leaving the big city and moving to a small town um, having grown up ranching I was already you know familiar with nature and at home there but I've definitely been immersed in the city it's about oh 19 and you know we won't talk about how old I actually am but let's just say it was over 20 years ago <laughs> 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 um, and and I've always felt now for many many years that I wasn't I wasn't meant to stay there I wasn't meant to be in the city I wasn't meant to be raising my kids in the city um so there was a big disconnect between mind and body and and health ultimately I think that led to a lot of health problems for me um so, yeah, making the shift back to the wilderness where I feel at home in the mountains and comfortable and one with nature. Um, and, yes, it has been a minus thousand today. And the amount of snow, like I'm just looking out, I'm just sitting in my living room looking outside. And the amount of snow on my neighbor's houses, isn't, it's crazy. I feel like we're in some sort of little movie socked in you know the calm after the storm it it all looks beautiful but we are definitely snowed in (laughs) Um, yeah Yeah. it's 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 crazy and the roads are terrible and everyone doesn't want to move and it's but it's kind of a nice peaceful time to just take a minute and and actually reflect which is i think perfect timing for the time of year we're at which is finishing christmas and coming up on new year and really kind of set the intention for what we want our new year to look like going forward yeah yeah
1: that was a, a great point it is a perfect time between the solstice and new years to do all that and i read mm-hmm. a horoscope today that said the same thing hooray well,
0: what look at that look at me let me go. I didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. It's just, it just feels right. And I mean, just so everything's just fresh and white and, um, clean, you know, and, and just new beginnings. It's really trying to manifest that positivity in the times that we're living in right now, which can be a little bit tense at times. <laughs> um, And just dark, but there's this element of freshness and new start and new beginnings that are available to us. I think we just really need to take the steps and be brave enough to grasp that and move on and move through that and figure out what that's going to look like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of change to navigate, a lot of challenge to navigate and, uh, a lot of stuff kind of going day by day mm-hmm. um you maybe you could walk us through your uh, journey to get to the small town you're in now
0: Mhm yeah for sure um so i was re- with cancer in october of 2020 and At that point in time, I was like, okay, Rebecca, you've done this once. Like, I'd already done that once before, um, treated it holistically, you know, did fine for years. But I didn't change enough about my lifestyle. Um, I I definitely was out in the wilderness, like every weekend, pretty much in the mountains, heavily involved with junior forest wardens and with search and rescue, Um, you know, always. Volunteering and and being in nature together, two things that really feed my soul, so I did that, but I was still living that nine to five, which is more like you know nine to six or I should say seven to <laughs> six lifestyle <laughs> mm-hmm. seven to six lifestyle uh, full of stress, full of you know you must do all the corporate things and be be the best at everything because partially my personality, but also like that's sort of the rat racy feel to Calgary. Um, so I just said this: this is enough is enough. You need to go somewhere where you can heal completely, actually heal and change your life. Um, I had fam- the Wassa Lake, Tata Creek area of, it was still just a four hour drive to Calgary. And since I would be going back and forth for my girls, I decided, you know, that's a doable drive <laughs> um, twice a week. So I ended up moving just into a motel, into a little town of Wasa Lake, BC, the cutest little motel. They have a lava and a donkey. <laughs> Um, yeah yeah and it's just it's right on the lake at the base of a mountain I mean it really doesn't get much more peaceful than that Um, and I was starting treatments again which are you know they're not chemo but they definitely throw you for a loop and make you pretty sick so I just felt that was a good place for me to be and I was recovering from surgery which I did have as well in October so you know it gave me the opportunity just to walk the lake and there was all these trails and I'd go out walking every day so it was just a really nice recovery period um and yeah I saw I kind of I moved there in January and I kind of just was isolated for several months basically on like you know whenever I didn't have my kids it was just by myself um, didn't really turn out the way I expected with my family members. So I said I could sit here and wallow in misery or change or try something else. So I just started yeah. reaching out onto hiking groups and, um, you know, groups like that just saying, hey, I'm recovering from surgery. I buddies like is I want to build my strength back up is there anyone out there and that's how I met people and I met a great group of people who kind of took us in and took us as family and we ended up doing all kinds of amazing adventures with them all spring and summer we every day (laughs) Uh, there was a point in time where we ended up leaving the motel once Springtime comes around, their rates go up to normal rates and it doesn't really become an affordable option. So, um, And finding housing out here is, is just very difficult. So we ended up moving onto Crownland for a little bit into the, one of those friends' trailer. We stayed there for a while. And so we camped through the week, we camped on weekends and it was a blast. It was exactly the kind of wonderful nature immersion healing that i needed especially personally like myself just how i deal with stress and illness um just being able to fully immerse yourself in that where you're you're living you're you're actually just living in nature is key i think that we miss out a lot of that that step in healing in today's society because it's just not available to a lot of people or They just don't even understand how to do that. Like going to sit around a campfire. A lot of people maybe understand it, but there's still a huge level of society that doesn't, especially if they've lived in the city their whole life, they they don't know how to start a fire. They have no idea how to even put one together. And, you know, my kids can both start them themselves since they've been a really small child. So it's kind of a foreign thought process to me sometimes that I, forget that they that that doesn't exist for people and it's just such an energy shift that I re- sad in a way like that we really need to bring this back to people that they can understand that even just being barefoot on the ground can just immerse so much energy back into their bodies and help with that healing whether it's mind or physical body um, it's, it's missing and we need to get back to that
1: yeah yeah we definitely do there's a lot of people who insulate and isolate from everything that would have so much more added to their lives to go for a walk when it's minus a thousand or go Mm -hmm. sit by the river and just watch the river go barefoot work in the garden like so many Mm -hmm. ways and so few people embodying that
0: yeah yes um even just when people go camping like a lot of the time they can't explain like why they feel better. But usually most people will say like, I always feel better sleeping out in nature or even especially sleeping in a tent like against the earth. Um, You know, maybe now that we're older, we might have a sore back, but, (laughs) (laughs) but not, not to the extent of what you would, you know, if you slept on your floor in your living room, even. I think just because we do just get that energy from the earth, the actual magnetic energy from the earth itself, right. That helps just invigorate us and bring us back to like our primal selves, um, which that's something we have gotten so far away from being in touch with who we really are as a human, a base human uh, and those wants and needs Transfer to, you know, love, (laughs) fed, Mm -hmm. and warm. (laughs) Um, Letting go of some of the extra fluffy stuff that is distracting our our lives, (laughs) right? Like, it's just distracted us so much from the core values of who we are and who we're meant to be, I believe. Um, So, here and then yeah now that I'm here (laughs) well now that I'm here life is just falling into place and it's been incredible um you know not without challenges for sure I will I won't say that um there was definitely some surgical fallout to the surgery itself uh so um side effects I guess we'll say (laughs) that have technically disabled me as a like the abilities that I had before but we're working through that and that's going to change I have no doubt that that's going to get better and we're going to move through it and it's happening um big challenge for sure that's been life altering for me for the person who it loves to take her dog and her backpack into the back country and just disappear for a few days to, you know, not being able to walk a block without excruciating pain. Um, so that that's been huge, but like I said, it's not forever. And then discovering Ezra, um, which is Ezra wellness mm-hmm. and that whole group of people has just been such a blessing and really what I believe the way forward for, for myself personally, but for a lot of people in my life as well. Um, And I feel like now like this is my path and my passion and like exactly what I'm meant to be doing in this moment. And, you know, however long that lasts for, I don't know. But for right now, it's, it's, it's perfect. I have felt um, that all the people coming into my life right now are designed to not only, like, help me on my personal health journey, but we're just setting up this group of people to just help so many others, which that sends me over the moon. <laughs> because that's always been my passion is helping others. You know, I've been in healthcare for years for that reason. And like I said, if I wasn't in healthcare, then I was volunteering because it's always, it's always been what feeds my soul is to help others. And um, that's, that's so I try and do the things that feed your soul. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, so and on a spiritual level for me, like I'm a Christian and very spiritual and, I just believe God has brought all these people into my life. Like I said, I just can't, I can't get over it. It still blows my mind. Like every time I talk, I talk about it a lot these days, because I just, I've never had it happen. So like this before for me, where it's just, you know, Oh, well this happened. Guess who I meet this person the next day. Oh, this happened. Guess who I meet this person the next day. It's literally happening like that. And I mean, I don't know, maybe for other people that happens all the time. But for me, this is all new. And so it's just so exciting. And it's just, it's really wonderful to see what the manifestation is actually coming to fruition, I guess. Because, you know, you learn. And for me, I had to practice, okay, well, how do you manifest that? How do you learn that? Like, how do you speak that? Change your language, you know, and that was all. Huge for me to learn how to do all that stuff. Um, it wasn't something that came natural, um, and I've been working hard at it. And so I guess seeing it happen now is just like, whoa! It works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it, it really does work. It's not just something people say and then make documentaries about and put them on Netflix. Like it's 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 really true. And I just feel so very lucky to be in this moment in time um, because I felt so very crazy for the last two years, uh, just watching the world and watching what the world had become um, sad and disheartened and despairing a bit, I think almost too. But now I just have this whole new positivity and what we can create, um, as a people, as a parallel society going forward that I just feel lucky.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. so many, so many things that you said, which are all awesome and fantastic in their own little. Podcast episodes, <laughs> <I> but, <know. laughs> but, but also, yeah, like the oh gosh, what do I want to focus on? Um, yeah, there's the alignment and the, the creating the reality you want to see. Um, yeah, it, it's been really cool to hear your story and see people who've shown up for you and you know, different um modalities and different ways of being, different ways of healing, different language people. Um, mm-hmm. what has been, what has been helpful for you to stay focused or to make that switch from, you know, it could be for some people very easily, oh gosh, here I am, I have the C word and oh my God, the world's going to end and maybe mm-hmm. they'll cut me, maybe they'll burn me, maybe they'll poison me, who knows, uh, mm-hmm. to make that switch into, hey, if something wants to change my life, I got to make a change and it might not be comfortable. Boom, here you are a short time later in a magical mountain area with mm-hmm. all of these magical things happening. Um, right. Yeah. I guess my question would be like, were there parts that were uncertain or parts that were harder or not? Uh,
0: mm-hmm. Any
1: tips you could share for somebody maybe looking at a similar situation?
0: Great. Yeah. Yeah. Um... At the beginning, it was a big challenge, I'm not going to lie. I was going through, when I first moved out here, I was going through a breakup from like a five-year relationship. I was um, going through being re-diagnosed. I was uh, going through the basically abandonment, I felt, um, by my family out here uh, to you know, just being alone. So I'm not gonna say there wasn't a period of time where I did feel like despair. And I was just like, well, maybe actually, this is it, Rebecca, like God has given you an out, you've had a hard life. And I mean, this is just stuff I've talked to you about right now is basically rainbows and butterflies compared to the rest of my life. If I'm being honest, right. Um, I've, I've dealt with a lot of, uh, a lot of life, a lot of hardships in life. Um, So I did kind of like, I did consider that. And I was like, well, you know, maybe this is just meant to be, I'm supposed to die now. And I was okay with that. I'm still okay with that. I guess I'm okay with death. Death does not, I am not afraid of death. Um, the saddest thing for me is I don't want to leave my children at the young age that they're at, you know, they're 12 and 15. I feel like leaving them without their mom at this point is cruel. So that's always been my biggest focus and my biggest, uh, drive really. Um, which despite feeling like complete despair of where I was at, helped me get up every day and, Take those remedies, you know, take those alternative treatments that I'm still treating myself, you know, not according to Western medicine, but um, certainly holistically in a naturopathic way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess what I'm saying is find whatever it is that you, do. if it's your kids, if it's your dog, if it's the house you want to get back to one day you know whatever that looks like for you you just have to dig deep and find it and if you don't have it then have a friend who has it for you like you know there's usually someone out there who will hold space for you regardless like I don't I would do that for anyone you know like any stranger if they called me up and was like I just I need somebody to give me like help a reason to live. I would go, I would figure out something, you know? Mm -hmm. So just reach out to people. People want to help. Um, And that's so hard for me to say that. From my perspective, I always want to help others. It's very difficult for me to accept help. Um, Mm. So I understand saying that statement is not a light statement to be made. For me personally, um, where I would be there in a heartbeat to help you, for me to call you up and say, "Hey, I really need this help," it would be it would be much much harder uh, for me to do that. So I'm not saying it lightly, but I'm saying it truthfully. There is always someone out there who wants to help. Like period, full stop. Um, You know, whether that's a pastor, whether it's a one eight hundred number, you know, those people are volunteers. And they're all on a line waiting to talk to someone because they truly want to help. So just remembering that, like, find your reason and then cling to that and then literally day by day. And if it's just you get out of bed today and you made yourself a smoothie and then you went back and you laid in bed for the rest of the day, whatever, you got out of bed and you made yourself a damn smoothie. hmm and sometimes those are, like, the smallest victories that I will, like, let myself have. Like, well, Rebecca, you did this today. And that's okay. Because you're a lot. And you got through it. And you did it. And so sometimes it's just, yeah, those small, tiny little victories that get you through. And then they lead to bigger things, right? Like, it, it starts to snowball and spiral. And that's how I started was just one small, tiny step, and honestly, sometimes it wasn't even a step. sometimes I had to crawl from the bathroom to the bed like and just crawl back into the bed it I, it wasn't pretty um, but it's it it was I'm here, and i'm in a better place, and now i'm surrounded like like with this amazing team of people that are showing up and um and, you know, I don't, I guess I don't think that they're, they're all showing up for me, but they're all showing up and they're here for me. And that's huge. Really huge.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to, you know, you hear people talk in different circles about put your intent out and asking is given and then it's something else to look around and go, holy cow. Um, yeah. Hi. Yeah, it's,
0: it's coming like it's here. And, you know, we've sat in my living room with five different energy healers who are just like, and nutritionists and holistic health coaches and, you know, people, people that are have, you know, special magnetic healing and quantum healing and it's just all of the healings and they're all just coming together and they're congregating around me right now. And I'm just like, how can this be anything other than right and good and exact like God's plan? So I'm just thrilled because I'm also a believer, you know, helping ourselves so that we can help others. And I understand like right now I need healing. I do like it's what I need. So Mm -hmm. having all these people come in and help me to heal is just really allowing me though at the same time to help all these other people heal who call me every day you know like I get calls every day from people who need help and need healing and I'm able to facilitate that because I'm being supported as well by a whole team of people
1: yeah Yeah, and that's a really good point as well. Nobody does anything on their own, and no ship is an island, blah, 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 lone wolf. Um, Right. It is really important that everyone is, you know, for whatever energy you're giving out for kids or a partner or a job or a husband or a wife or whatever, that you're also getting something back from somewhere so you can go to work or do the Mm -hmm. other things. Like, that's really undervalued in our be busy, be too busy, don't sleep. Caffeinate yourself to death
0: mm-hmm. society.
1: Um, I just really thank you for sharing that because that is a really important point.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's exactly kind of the mindset I was at in the city where I was just like, you know, balls to the walls constantly, working late, putting in overtime hours, like stress to the nines. Um, and I mean, even the volunteering definitely fed my soul and I loved it, but at the same time. I sat on the board of two different organizations. I was in meetings a couple times a week. I, you know, it was also another layer of stress and distraction from mm. like really caring for myself. And I suck at taking care of me, and I do. And I'm trying to remedy that because, I mean, I have, there's nobody else to take care of me. <laughs> I'm like, I've I, I got to figure out, I have to get that down. I need to learn to like adult for myself, you know? Um, I, I'm really great at taking care of everyone. It's an empath thing. Uh, and something to work on for sure. Um, but it, it's, yeah, I'm working on it. So it's it's good. Being in a smaller town has allowed me this, t- like, the space to do that, to, like, to feel okay with sitting on my couch and reading a book that I need to read, you know, and, and just being like, nope, this is exactly where I'm meant to be right now and what I'm meant to be doing. And the view from my living room window is not city and gross, and I don't feel like I'm being bombarded with like, you know, 5g and towers constantly and all these power lines everywhere. The whole feeling spirit of the place feels much calmer and more wilderness related, which for me, I need that nature. So I think that really, if you're in a place of chronic illness, is finding your reason and then finding where that reason is going to work for you. And I mean, I'm, I don't say you can't find healing wherever you're at if, you know, you are have no options, which I don't like to say that word because, I mean, who would think? if you look outside in a lot of people might say, well, you had no options. You're like a single mom who, with two kids, you're sick, you're on your, like, what were you thinking? Just uprooting and going somewhere. It's just like, well, that's just what I needed to do. So I think there's always an option for people. Like you can always find a way. Um, But finding that way and then doing it is, it can literally change your life. And that's what has happened. So I can say that with, (laughs) like an actual um, level of certainty that it it will change your life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's oh, what is your name? Mel Robbins has some great stuff for um, the process is simple. It's not hard, but the steps are simple and yeah, getting, getting what you need. It's simple to do it, but it doesn't always make it easy or comfortable to, pick up your life or be the one taking care of yourself, whatever it may be.
0: No. Yeah. It's not easy. Um, I'll never say it was an easy process to do it. Uh, It wasn't easy. It was gut wrenching. It was like I said, messy. It was like rip open your emotions and crap inside your chest cavity. Sometimes like, (laughs) But it was, you know, but I got through that, you know, I, I, I've dealt with those emotions. I dealt with all that crap. I dealt with that despair. I don't feel that way any longer. You know, I no longer feel like, oh, well, I should just let cancer take me. Like, I definitely have moved through that, moved past that. And I'm on a new journey and a new path. So yeah it's it's not to say that you know it's going to be easy but i'm just saying like it definitely can be done yeah yeah
1: wow wow well thank you thank you for sharing that Um, yeah yeah along your journey uh i know you well um you have You've sent, you've tried a bunch of different therapies and modalities, and I know there are a lot of different approaches to cancer out there, beyond mm-hmm. what many people uh, are told or the only... um, right. Have Have you had a process for yourself of which things to try, or you know how did you how did you make the decisions for yourself on I'm gonna try this but not try this or. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can yeah, for sure.
0: I definitely can. Yeah. Um, so the first time I ever did any sort of holistic cancer treatments, um, I did it more the traditional route where I went to a naturopath who like dealt with a lot of oncology patients. Um, I did a lot of vitamin infusions like IVs. Um, I did one called ozone actually withdraw your own blood, like a big syringe of it, infuse it with ozone and and re-inject it back into your body. I was doing those IVs. So I was going for those kinds of IV modalities like twice a week. I was doing, oh, uh, you know, infrared saunas and colonics, like anything to basically make your body the healthiest it could be for your immune system to fight cancer because the biggest thing – that I feel like people get really scared around the word cancer. It's fear-inducing, right? It is, but just to keep in mind that, you know, it's, cancer's just a virus. That's really all it is. And if we approach it from that standpoint, instead of like the big, bad, scary that's gonna take you out, I think it really helps your mind being fear-inducing when you're fearful your immune system is also suppressed right so um I think taking back that power a little bit was pretty important for me personally Mm. and yeah so it's just a virus it can be fought so let's build your immune system up so that was like at that time that's sort of what I was doing and lots of research I had a friend who you know unfortunately was also going through it but fortunately for me she um could afford to do some of the bigger treatments, like go away to Spain to a cancer center over there and learn all about their healing model back and share all that information with me. So, you know, I was lucky that I had a lot of knowledgeable people in my life to kind of help guide me through those beginning stages of that. Um, So then this time around, when I was re-diagnosed, it just Again, chemo and radiation just do not resonate with me. Uh, They don't feel right to my soul. Um, When the doctor told me the kinds of, you know, trials that they wanted to put me in with trial drugs and all this stuff, but I couldn't take this trial drug in Alberta unless I took this trial drug because it's the only way they can give them, but I don't actually need that one. The side effects are really terrible. So we'd have to see laughing. Like I was like, like, this is what people just suck down. And and again, I'm like, I guess like they're scared. They just want to live. I understand. For me, I'm not scared to live or die. So that takes that fear out of off the table as well, Um, which is great. So uh, that just never. I was just pretty much like, no, that's that's not the route I'm going. So I kind of went with the traditional sense that I had started last time, less ease and everything because ultimately, all of us so expensive. Um, and it's mm-hmm. sad that our. If I decided to go with chemo and radiation, cost the taxpayers, you know, hundreds of dollars I can't go for uh, you know $150 IV every week because it's it just I mean it adds up crazy when you're not working right um and it's not that healthcare covers sadly so I just started with herbs and uh there's tons like so many medicinal mushrooms out there have so many cancer-fighting properties. Uh, There's tons. Like, turkey tail mushroom is one of the most studied mushrooms in the world, and it has amazing benefits on its own. Like, people have taken turkey tail and healed their cancer, like, just with that alone. So, um, you know, it's something that I incorporated all of those things into it. And then the cannabis oil, that's a big one. It's an anti-tumor. And, again, the success stories are just – through the roofs with that. Um, More recently, though, for myself, just figuring, finding out through, again, meeting the right person at the right time who uh, read my pathology reports. She's super knowledgeable, again, with cancer. myself, traveled down to Mexico to, like, those kind of clinics to do alternative treatments there. Um, And she found out there's a genetic component to my cancer that, no oncologist has ever spoken to me about. Um, And that's a lot of the stuff that I've been trying in the past may have not completely worked because of this genetic component. So I just need to tweak things and find out one that will. And once I do, it should be super effective and fast. So for the first time, I'm actually mixing. And this is a bit of a mind meld for me. I will admit, I'm mixing allopathic drugs with naturopathic drugs, um, naturopathic herbs, I should say,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is, is, it's a bit hard for me to wrap my brain around, but I'm trying to be open-minded and feel out that this is the right path for me too, and I do believe that it is. Um, so I'm, I'm working angst (laughs) that uh, you know doing the allopathic drugs but I just think at this point the damage from the surgery um, is just not allowing my body the ability to heal with just the herbs like it needs to just from the actual physical damage that that's not my body's fault that's something that was done to it right so I I need to kind of help facilitate that and then the herbs will be allowed to do their trick working together with the allopathic meds. So there's a great book that I do recommend that people read um, called How to Starve Cancer. And it's by Jane McClelland, her name is. And she herself is a cancer survivor. Uh, That's why she wrote the book. She is a physiotherapist and she just felt bombarded, I guess, also by the traditional allopathic way when she was diagnosed. And she did the first, again, most people with cancer, it's a reoccurring. you don't just get it once, right? And like, especially when you treat it traditionally, within five years, it's pretty normal that some other sort of cancer pops up along the way because you haven't addressed the root cause of your cancer. So with her, that's exactly what happened. She did the traditional way, did the chemo, did the whole, you know, shebang and then a few years later it shows up again and it's spread everywhere she did tie in a lot of um n- naturopathic things along with off-label drugs so i'm using some old school off-label drugs that have been around for years that aren't you know no patent no nothing like on them but they work effectively with these naturopathic drugs to talks about that because they don't make money, right? They're off patent. So it's not a go to, it's not a hot new trial commodity. It's just it's just an old anti um, what do they call that? Like a folk Antique. remedy. It's an actual Antique. it it's an actual medicine for reflux so let's say it's an old acid reflux medication that particular acid reflux medication mixed with this naturopathic herb has like crazy anti-cancer fighting properties and he talks about that (laughs) like why is nobody talking Mm. about this? (laughs) you know so she she brought it to light and she made it into this book and in this book she has something called a metro map where it teaches you, like, once you find out what kind of cancer you have, you can map which of these drugs will work well for you in conjunction with what herbal medicines will work well for you to treat your type of cancer. So that's why I definitely recommend it to people who are looking for an alternative. uh, And especially if you are really still more of an allopathic person so for me this is like really hard to wrap my head around because even taking an aspirin every day is hard for me to wrap my head around because that's how non-drug <laughs> mm-hmm. like I I am, right? Like I don't that's like I've never been that way. So for me it but for most people I think it's a really good find because they can relate to it and it's still it's not too woo woo, you know, it's it's based in some uh, pharmaceuticals still in conjunction with Nutra and natural So it um, has kind of covers all the
1: bases. Yeah. And that's a great way to approach it too, by combining the best of everything and especially doing your own research and reading books and taking the time to find out for yourself, figure out for yourself, not just take somebody's word for it because they have a piece of paper or a white coat.
0: Yeah. Um and you know, and that's a lot and I do get that like even for myself some days. And I only say even for myself just with my I have like just in a healthcare background. Um it's a lot some days like you feel like your head's going to explode. And even I'm at the point with all my supplements where I'm just like, I just need to sit down with someone and go over all of these because this is friggin' overwhelming. Like, what do you take? When do I take this one with this one? Should I take this one with this one? Maybe I don't need this one right now. Like, so, you know, I don't want to say to people either, like, don't be discouraged. I know it's a lot. And you might have to like take a pause like I am and just be like, okay, I need to go over this with someone. And then just do that. There's so many people out there, again, that are willing to help. There's groups, a platform, I'm on several on Facebook that are, you know, geared towards specifically helping cancer patients naturally. Um, They have nutritionists on there that you can call and book consultations with to help you like sort all of that stuff out. So there is options. You don't need to do it on but the first step is, is educating yourself and just realizing that there are other options out there. Chemo and radiation is not it. And that is very much what they advertise for you because that's what they're taught, cut, radiate chemo. Right? Like that's, that's the traditional modality. And I know from their perspective, they're like, we've saved lives this way. And I'm sure they have. Not saying lives haven't been saved. Um, I'd be curious to do a study on quality of life, you know, after, during, during treatment, after treatment, longevity of treatment. Like I would be curious to see those statistics. Um, but I'm not trying to say they're all bad. I think they're in it for the right reasons mostly, the actual oncologists themselves. I just think we're missing big parts of the equation. And even for somebody who decides to go the allopathic route of chemo and radiation, having some basic herbs and good nutrition to prepare their body for that ahead of time could really make a world of difference, like a complete world of difference. I've seen it personally with friends where other people by the doctors it doesn't matter what you do have pizza okay just whatever you can have to like eat to get your body like just feed your body like just complete junk doesn't matter and to me i'm like what the heck (laughs) you know there's there's so many other ways you could approach that for people to give them really set them up for for success um so even in that regard i just encourage people some research that if you are i'm doing chemo and radiation that's the way i'm going that's fine i believe i'm a big believer in your body your choice you, you get to choose your medical status like that's really important to me so do that but then yeah maybe look at some alternatives of how you can support your body through that
1: yeah yeah the support part is a huge part of anything hmm
0: Yeah, and that there are options. There are options out there. It doesn't need to be pizza and candy. (laughs) Like, yeah. (laughs) Throw a salad in there, maybe. Just saying.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, diet and lifestyle. Wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know it's it's such an interesting way that they approach oncology, but um, yeah, that's a it's a that's a true story. It's a true story. Yeah. Eat whatever you want. It doesn't matter. Wow. Yeah. 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 My surgeon actually asked me if I had considered a glass of wine for relaxation after my surgery. And I was like, well, I'm taking meds and trying to beat cancer. I didn't think drinking a glass of wine, like sugary alcohol while doing those things would be a really smart idea for my body support but thanks <laughs> oh. yeah yeah wow.
1: that that is I can only imagine how that went
0: yeah I just uh, that was that was my answer that it, full stop I just I don't know I don't, not, I don't uh, curb with my allopathic med docs now they Pretty well. I think they know what they're getting when they talk to me. Um, I have a new oncologist who seems more open. I don't. I don't. I think it's because he came from overseas and and he's read my file and he knows. (laughs) Um, And we've had some good conversations. I Quellen book like you need to. Mm -hmm. You know you need to read this book. the foreword in the book is actually oncologists. Like it, there are oncologists who have read this book and, and wrote the foreword to it, how they found it so helpful. So, you know, it is backed, it is and it's all off-label drugs. Like it's their, they their actual off-label drugs, right? It is all based in science. Um, and that's the other thing. Like it's, it's so insulting sometimes or people are, you know, like, I don't, And I mean, I do believe in the power of prayer. So I'm not. But I'm not just saying I'm just going to pray over myself every day. And that's it. Like, I'm. You do a lot of work. It's a lot of work. However you do that. It's a lot Period. Um But healing cancer naturally. It's all encompassing. You're doing diet you're doing herbs you detox you feel like crap i get off the couch because i can barely walk like it's not like it's rainbows and butter and saging myself every day hoping and wishing i'm gonna get better is that a portion of my treatment yeah but you know it's i'm smart it's based in science i read and um keeping an open mind for people. That's a big thing. Like don't assume that people who are doing things naturally are stupid and don't understand how science works because it's usually the very opposite of that.
1: Yeah. And there's a lot of um, misuse of science now and ignoring of the scientific method or, Hey, make an assumption, test the assumption, revise the assumption. Um, A lot of people that are in the natural fields and complementary integrative modalities do have backgrounds actually testing things and trying things out and working and collaborating, not creating a religion around one way of doing things.
0: Correct. like. So many of the naturopaths I've worked with in the past had like microbiology degrees. They were, you know, full-on science, like biology. And that's what I mean. Like it's so insult that thrown in your face. Like you're just lighting candles and blowing smoke around and hoping for the best. I'm like, what on earth? <laughs> like, no, there's a ton of science behind this. And even, and there's a ton of science. Like there's literally more years of that than there are of, of pharmaceutical medicine, right? Like that's thousands and thousands of years of tried and true medicine um, that we've gotten away with, or we killed off when we burned all of the witches. Um, You know, there's a lot of knowledge there that shouldn't be discounted as, as voodoo when it, it, it can be studied in a lab. It has been studied in a lab and maybe you just don't know about it, but I feel like that's a you problem, not a science
1: problem. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very strongly. agree with that. There is a lot of stuff. There's a lot of information. People put the effort into finding it themselves and asking Mm -hmm. around and, actually checking on every option that might be a possibility, reading the books, not just accepting this person that I walked into told me this, so it must be true.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 And I mean, and I understand. Like I said, I'll always come back to the fear because I've seen, especially with the last two years, how much fear has driven people and how much it, it affects their whole responses to things Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um and i understand getting a cancer diagnosis is just fear inducing for people where all they can think about is the next day like how they're going to live through it right and so they just cling to the well this doctor saying this so it must be true um where I never really, I guess, believe what the doctor's saying is true. So I'm like, show me, tell me, show me statistics. Okay, what about this? What about that? Like, that's always been my nature of questioning. And I was raised in a very holistic home. So, I mean, I've been going for massage and Chinese medicine since acupuncture, you know, since teenagehood. So it's not a foreign concept to me at all, which I'm lucky for. I, I get that because that's something that's already been integrated into my brain to try herbs and different ways of medicine as, and using them as medicine and counting them as medicine. Um, so I know I'm ahead of the game that way. But, you know, that, that's there. There are those options out there and to just try to take a minute and don't react in fear. And that's the thing is they're very pushy too. Okay, you have cancer. I want you back into surgery next week. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's very much like that and like very, okay, we wanna start you in surgery next week and then chemo the week, and it's very, you need to do this now. You need to do this now or you're gonna die. Or, you know, so it's, they push the fear. The fear is there and people react. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a big part of it too, is just, just take a minute, you know, take a minute, don't let them push you, take a breath, pray on it, reflect on it, do a dance, whatever your spiritual modality is, um, thought, I don't care, like I'm, people do you, right, like that's my belief. you need to take to just figure out what feels right for you take it because you have it no matter what they say they're not going to cure you if you're going to die in a week they're not going to get you into surgery and you're going to survive in a week you know what i mean like that's just not going to happen so breathe and then start your research and probably don't do it on google (laughs)
1: but also not funny I know (laughs) Uh,
0: I recommend (laughs) DuckDuckGo yes DG Um, is awesome yeah like reach out to some people or you know find some groups on Facebook some natural I know Facebook's the devil but they have some useful useful tools on there still um, in regards especially to the groups for healing there's a lot of great cancer groups on there. So, you know, don't be pushed into fear responses. Fear responses are the worst. And we just need to get away from that.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that that's great advice you shared too of, you know, thinking about stuff, researching stuff, there is a lot of fear mongering around many things and Mm -hmm. your brain flip, your amygdala flips, and then you're in fight or flight and nothing makes sense. And whether that's, you know, going to an appointment with a friend or a family member or somebody else who can help Mm -hmm. you to hold your hand, breathe, Mm -hmm. um, check in with people to have somebody be able to provide a supportive presence in any way to then allow space for questioning or yeah. challenging.
0: Yeah, it is huge. And, and exactly what you said, that flight or flight response. Um, and it's so bad for our body to be in when we're fighting this, like fighting, you know, and, uh, I even hate to say that, like, when our body is fighting, I I feel like we are fighting, but I almost want to be like, no, I'm already victorious, like, I'm already Mm. victorious, I'm, I've already fought and won, like, that's kind of how I want to approach it in my head, right? So that part of that conscious language again. Um, But yeah, so being in fight or flight is just not a healthy state. I mean, period for anyone ever, but especially when you're in this place for your body for healing, right? So yeah, that's, I don't know how I can, I hope I can impart that clearly enough for people is just to take a hot minute. Don't let them push you. Just take a minute. And breathe and do a meditation. Go away. If you need to like go book yourself into a hotel overnight somewhere to like pull yourself out of your headspace. just do that. But
1: do it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for mm-hmm. sharing that. That is that is great advice and has been a lot of fantastic information. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. As as we kind of wrap up, is there is there any other advice or thoughts you could share with anyone? That was a great conclusion, anyways. But anything else that jumps to mind for you know, hey, you've someone's received word that someone thinks they have cancer anything Mm -hmm. else you can share
0: um don't be scared to be selfish uh and that's really hard for me i am a full-on empath where i feel all the things all the time um and i pull people's i pull people's emotion like you know when they talk to me it always becomes about them Um, and when you are again as uh, someone who's sitting family members whoever and you have cancer it does affect the other people and it's easy well I don't know for me anyways to get kind of sucked in on how that affects them and their journey and okay, well, you have to check in with them because of this and how, watch what, how, they, how you word something because how it's going to affect their feelings and their responses. And that gets fucking tiring. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. So it's just, you know, don't be afraid to be selfish sometimes and just not word their emotional response um and that that's sometimes hard to do but your emotions like it's really important to be selfish on your own self-care and how you uh, take care of you because ultimately it's you that's gonna heal you right like you're going to heal yourself with the help of others and your spiritual guide but it's you So, you need to be able to do that in a headspace where you're not worrying about everyone else's emotions and how they're feeling about things. And that was really hard for me to learn.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. Thank you Mm -hmm. again for sharing Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah, Great advice. Sage advice. Um, Yeah. Well, thank you. This has been a great great interview and lots of fantastic information about the ways you can approach stuff for yourself, what to think about, uh, how to, Good. how to find your way through and navigate things. Plus the benefit of being outdoors and yes, watching That's deer, key. watching deer show up at your window, whether it's your tent window or your house window or Absolutely. The fall, <laughs> yes. whatever, whatever it might be. Um, yeah. Thank you. Th- this has been fantastic.
0: You're welcome. Yeah, no, I hope, I mean, if it can just reach one person and help them, you know, just think about a different way of doing things, then success. Yes. Yes, Mm -hmm. definitely. Yeah. And nature is the best healer and the best way place to go for that healing. So integrating that into your treatment, I think is necessity for everyone
1: all right friends thank you for joining me for another episode of the wisdom of the wilderness i appreciate you being here and spending part of your day with me and i hope that there has been a good experience on your end listening to today's episode if this episode resonated with you you know somebody who might enjoy or appreciate uh, be inspired or empowered by it please feel free to pass it along And drop me a review on the podcast platform of your choice that you are listening to it on. As well, I now have an email address that you can feel free to send me messages, suggestions, thoughts, guest requests, questions, whatever it might be. That address is wisdomofthewilderness at protonmail.com. That's wisdomofthewilderness, all one word, at protonmail.com look forward to seeing some messages and want to say hello to everyone out there from all the different countries and cities and states and counties and provinces. Thank you. It's been really cool to see where people are listening from and think a little bit about all those different experiences people are having in their day-to-day life. All right. Have yourselves a good one, friends. We will talk to you the next time. The Wisdom of the Wilderness.